With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Turfcast podcast pre-game show with me, Joe Redman. Now it's a big one this weekend, isn't it? Watford at home on Saturday 6pm. It is late kickoff. It's massive. It really, really is. Whoever loses this game is bottom of the league. You really feel that if Burnley win this with a you know new, full stadium, new signing, games in hand, you really think that maybe, just maybe, you know, the feeling will change and we can actually get out of it. It's massive. My only worry is, you know, we've said this twice already this season, Newcastle and Leeds, and we just didn't show up for any of them. We just did not show up for any of them. But like I said, full house at the turf. Going to be a good atmosphere. It better be a good atmosphere. You know, we've got a new signing. We need to show him what we're all about. Hopefully he, he hits the ground running because he needs to show us what he's all about. It looks decent on the on the YouTube videos. and It's looked decent, you know, for Wolfsburg in the last few seasons. So, Fingers crossed. You know, it really, really is massive. It's massive. But it's a long one, this one, so I'm just going to get straight into it. I have just been speaking to um, Justin and Carl from the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes at Watford FC podcast. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, we've just got a quick request. Please smash that like button. It really does help the YouTube algorithm. I'm going to go full YouTuber on you here. I'm going to start asking for request, requests. So if we can get 40 likes, do you think that's doable? Just give us a like, and if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel like i said it really really helps the algorithm if you like the button more people will it'll get pushed out to more people more people see it more people discover us had a comment um this week on the channel saying oh, i've just just discovered your channel i'll, I'll start watching more i'll subscribe now so obviously people are still discovering us so if you can help people discover us that'd be great thanks so like i said i've already i've just done this chat just now just got off the line to him it's a really really good chat a little bit longer than usual but that's because of how good it was so let's get into it and just like that, joining us from the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, the Watford FC podcast is Justin and Carlos. How are you doing, boys? You all right? All good, good, my friend. All good. Massive game, isn't it? Massive game, this one. I am nervous. I'm so nervous already. Oh, you're nervous. Jesus. Um, mate, you've hit the nail on the head with that. I mean, we've um, we've come off the back of two games like this um, and that's well we got a draw at Newcastle um, didn't turn up against Norwich yeah. uh, and, and, and we're, we we now face you guys for what is you know talk about a relegation scrap it's it's right up there isn't it yeah all your fixtures have sort of like fell at once haven't they like you say how, mm. how do you feel you've played in these last few games because you know it's your great character to come back against Newcastle and uh, like I said on the Twitter spaces really the other day with you boys I, I did give a bit of a fist pump when you did that perfect result for Burnley but then Norwich, that would just, like you say, you didn't turn up and it were poor. Absolutely fell apart, that game, Norwich. It was just dreadful. It was a Friday night, you know, really keyed up for it. We had a really good pyrotechnic display before the game. Um, <laughs> we had emails from our captain saying, you know, get behind the boys and it's going to be amazing. And then, yeah, we got it, got it added to us, didn't we? So, yeah, it's been poor. I was hoping for nine points. 
out of these three games and we got one yeah. so far. Vegas <laughs> can't be choosers, mate. Nine points. Even That's a bit ambitious even for bloody like, oh, yeah. Southampton or something in them three games. Yeah, true. Very true. Yeah. Um, I think I, I, I understand exactly how you're feeling, though. We've had... This is the third game where the fan base has been like, right, this game is massive now. Biggest game of the season so far. It happened away at Newcastle. And we give them their first win of the season. We just didn't turn up. We were dreadful. Nick Pope even dropped it for their goal. And Nick Pope, you don't don't drop anything. Um, and then leads away, same sort of thing. Right, lads, biggest game of the season. You need to be up for this. So come on, just didn't turn up. And that's why I'm worried. It's the biggest game of the season again. Fan base is saying, right, you need to really need to be up for this. You know, we've put on offers to fill the ground. It's looking like it's going to be a sellout. In fact, I think it might have been announced as a sellout today. You know, we've been doing like 10% off to celebrate Ben Mee's 10 years at the club. They've been doing tickets for a tenner for students at the local college and, and university. Um, so again, it's going to be massive. But my worry is is that they don't turn up. So it is a bit of a comfort that you boys didn't turn up against Watford. But wounded animal and all that, you could come fighting back. But let's have a look at your season so far then, because Must it's obviously not where you want to be. <laughs> yeah, it's not where you want to be, but you are the only team uh, sorry, we are the only team in the league that's actually had a worse season than you so far. Obviously, we've got the games in hand, but I'd rather have points on the board myself. So, obviously, on to your third manager of the season. Yep. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I can never keep it up with is, that yeah. one. We'll get on to yeah, that in a minute. Yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah. say a second. I'm going to say a second. Then it hit me. I'm like, oh, no, because Claudio had to start the season with him. How do you think it's gone then? Because, obviously, you would have expected to be there and thereabouts being in the Championship <laughs> last season. Uh, Well, yeah, it's not gone very well. We haven't managed to keep a clean sheet, which is... um massive worry it's a huge worry you know we we, yeah, we ship out in every game at least one so um be interesting to see if roy hodgson makes any difference at all to our defense because that's been disappointing we've lost games that really we should have won or drawn i look back to the early games of the season wolves at home newcastle at home um you know when you look to games like brentford away we should have won those games really didn't just totally drop the ball so it's been very very disappointing for me. Really not happy. I thought we'd be, you know, at least, I don't know, a few places above the drop zone at this point. Then And yet here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, I mean, just on the back of that, I, I think, you know, we, when you're a, a club that's come up from the championship, your expectation is, is a certain level. Um, for Watford, it has to be a certain level because of the size of the club, you know, and so forth. So, um it's been it's been really poor. I mean, if I had to sum it up as a, a GCSE grade, it, you know, it'd be a, it'd be a D. Um, you know, if this was a parents' evening, it would be try bloody harder. Yeah, get your get your head down and 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 crack on. I mean, going into the game, it's it's a real mixed bag. And you, you started this by saying you're you're really nervous. I mean, we're 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 the same, but we've also got a new manager at the helm who brings all right. Claudio Ranieri brought experience, whatever that means at, at this level, but. He, he brings something different, um, hopefully a defensive approach to, to the games because that's that's what we need. Yeah, you know, just just yeah. as you said, we, we've conceded so many goals, um, and it would be lovely to have a clean sheet at least once this season. Yeah, I'm just looking. Obviously, you've conceded 40 goals, so that's pretty poor compared to our 27. We conceded 13 less than you, but mm. on the on the flip side of that, we've only scored 16. Um, we don't obviously score enough at all. But you, yeah, you've not. Not kept a clean sheet. That's obviously a worry. But you know, you've you've not shipped as many goals as Newcastle and Norwich, and it's the same as Leeds actually. Mm. So goals in terms of goals conceded, it's not the worst in the league. But yeah, the, the clean sheet thing. What do you think that is? Is it just the fact that you are poor at the back, or is it like an a, an attention span thing? Because you know, you think with I, the fact that you've there's teams that have conceded more goals than you, and who mm. have kept clean sheets, that you would have at least kept one there or thereabouts somewhere. Uh, I think it comes down to there's a there's a couple of um, bits that are going on with us and and um, me and Justin spoken about it for one recruitment it's been really poor it's been below standard in the championship last season we were the best I'm right in saying I think we were the best defensive side in the across all four divisions across all four divisions you know so that that shows you how far we've fallen defensively um, and the players that played really well that season Sierra Elta, um, Truster Kong had a, had a half decent season. You know, Truster Kong, I might as well play at the back um, than in this season. And and uh, Sierra Elta can't get a look in. He, he can't get anywhere near near the first team for whatever reason. So we knew that they were going to have to spend money in the summer defensively. They didn't. Um, they they strengthened elsewhere, and it, it's cost us so far. 
Yeah, fair enough. You've mentioned Hodgson. We've already touched on him, but obviously I want to go into it a bit deeper. Yeah, you think that you know he might come in and help you defensively. I think that's exactly what he'll do. If I'm being honest with you, I think you will end up keeping you know maybe two or three clean sheets between now and the end of the season. I don't think you'll go on. Obviously, so after twenty games, like I said, you conceded forty goals. So that means that at the end of the season, you should be knocking on it on the door of eighty conceded. I don't think you'll get to Roy. Uh, sorry, I don't think you'll get to eighty with Roy. I do think he'll be better defensively for you, but I think. It will take a bit of bite out of the attack. Um, but what are your thoughts on Roy Hodgson? Because when you sacked Ranieri, I was rubbing my hands. Obviously, Ranieri, I thought, were taking you down anyway. But mm. I thought, oh, they'll just appoint another inexperienced, well, not inexperienced, but inexperienced in the Premier League, like random Italian Spanish manager that won't have a clue. He'll come in, might have a new manager balance for a bit, but then eventually they'll just fade. But you've actually employed somebody that has been in the dogfight before and knows what he's doing and can show up defences. So I think you've actually got this appointment right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think the um, unheard of uh, manager will be next season, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah probably. I think, um, I think it's a good appointment, actually. When when his name was muted and um, Carl actually sort of said to me, it might be Roy Hodgson, maybe a day before he was appointed. And I thought, oh, God, no, that's a really bad appointment. We, but now, We were recording a podcast, I think. <laughs> it came on my phone, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it did, yeah. And I was trying to get onto one of the betting apps and couldn't because the market closed. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, I was a bit underwhelmed, but now having seen him in interviews and things and having seen little bits of how he's taking training and when you think about it as well, I think he's the right appointment for, for, I mean, he's only yeah, I agree. Been appointed until the end of the season. We know that they haven't said, Oh, he's getting three years, two years, whatever. No one lasts that long anyway. Um, he's been brought in as our manager, not our head coach which is interesting. Um, the terminology has changed. Um, and yeah, now I'm really actually looking forward to seeing what he can do. I think I think he's the right man. I really do. I think in the cold light of day, you know, having looked at what's going on, I think he's the one. I nearly burst into song there after you finished that. I did, yeah. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was, she's, the, she's the one, Robbie. I was going to oh, throw, well, well, throw a bit of Robbie out there. I 100% would have clipped that up. That would have been a brilliant piece of footage. I'd have gone. You wouldn't see me. I'd be off. <laughs> He's heard me sing. That's what it no, is. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. I've got, I've got right. Can I ask you a question? Um, Sean Dyche, uh, who's obviously yeah. got links to Watford previously. Yeah. And, and uh, I, when we were talking the other day, I said I thought he was harshly treated at Watford. And when we look at what he's done for Burnley, you know, getting you into Europe, um, or, I know you got, I think you got Aberdeen, didn't you? Which was a bit yeah, Aberdeen, then yeah. Istanbul, Bajakshir, <laughs> and then um, Olympiacos. And most annoying, you know what? I was fuming with that Aberdeen draw simply because I wanted this big, extravagant, like I wanted to go to some like Slovenian random city, yeah. you know what I mean? And I ended yeah. up in Aberdeen, but it was such a good time. We had such a good time up there. The local people in Aberdeen were class. I got bought about 15 beers over the course of two, three days that I was there. They were really, really nice. Um, and I did end up getting my big extravagant trip, obviously, to the most decorated mm. club in the history of Greece. And they weren't so nice. Like, Burnley fans were farting with them and things like that. For, for their fault, not our fault, one were reportedly stabbed. So I actually really enjoyed going to Aberdeen. So disappointed at the time, but yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. it. And, it, and you know, Sean's taken you on a, on a journey where, you know, got, again, out of the lower division and then onto that and, and I think in, in the cold light of day when you look at his spend and what he's done there and he, and he gets it he, he get maybe not just sure maybe Burnley as a football club get negative press about and I, and I don't like the term that the type of football that that he plays where I think it's actually yeah. effective he uses the players that he's got to yeah. his advantage so what's wrong with that that's the idea of the game yeah it's sound um, of a good manager if you use a yeah, player yeah. you got to your advantage a hundred percent but but what's what's the feeling amongst Burnley fans where Sean's concerned now is it stick behind him or is there a is there a, a section that's sort of saying we need to twist? Yeah, I think there's uh, there's definitely a section that says we need to twist. Whether that section has enough brain cells that they should have <laughs> is you know, a different debate. But there is a section. I won't say it's a loud section. Yeah. I mean, it's a vocal minority. They always are, uh, the minority sections in, in stuff like this. But yeah, I think the majority of the fan bases stick behind him. And I was talking to Andy Jones at The Athletic today, and, and he asked me the same question. He said, do you think you should be stick with, do you want to stick with Dyche or do you want to get somebody else? Or if you go down, do you want to stick with him or, or, or get somebody else? Yeah. And I was like, we've been in this position so many times with Sean. And apart from once, which was his first ever season in the Premier League, we've stayed up. Now, mm. this is the worst position we've been in at this stage. So it will need a miracle at this point. 
But why would you get rid of somebody who's done it before and who's done mm. it before successfully? And it's the same in the championship. If we go down, why would we want to get rid of him when the last two times we've been in the championship over the course of them two seasons, we've only lost 10 games. We lost five games each season. And then the second time we're in it, we won the title quite comfortably and went 23 games undefeated. So of course you're going to want the guy in the seat that's done that for you already. So I don't understand the logic behind getting rid of him. Some people, I, I don't think it's a case of people are just annoyed that we're bottom. I just think it's, Obviously, that's that's an aspect of it, but I think it's just it's the same guy saying the same things with pretty much the same players for the past four years. I just think people get a bit fed up with it, and obviously fed the football. It, yeah. Some fans don't like the football. I'm 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 with you. It's effective when we're winning games and doing well, like we have done for the past three four seasons. It's not been a problem because we've been you know going to Man United and winning two 0 you know beating Chelsea, beating Arsenal, things like that. So it's not been a problem. But now you're bottom. You've won one game all season, and you're thinking that. If, if we're going to get beat, I'd at least want to watch us play some decent stuff. But that's not the case. But for me, I think stick behind him. And like I said, I think ninety percent of the fan base is stick behind him. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. I, I think if I think if you if you're going to go down, um, Sean's Sean's the man. I, I, you know, I, I think if he was at my club uh, with us in the championship, I'd be over the moon with that. I've got to be honest. Yeah, hundred percent. And like was, I said, so go on. I said he was once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he well, was. Yeah, he just did made... he finish seventh? Wasn't it your best finish in like ten years at that point? Something. Yeah, he he might was not just... have been seventh. Yeah, he was the wrong man at the wrong time. I mean, we were going for absolute hell off the pitch uh, with yeah. the, the, the ownership and and so forth. And um, like any takeover, he was there at the time when our owners, you know, who are currently there now, came in, um, and he he just didn't fit their criteria. And and. You know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, a lot of people, and I say it myself, you know, he didn't get an opportunity and he should have been given that opportunity. Um, yeah. But he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't, he would have been just been like the other 457 managers that we've had. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he would have, he would have gone eventually. Um, but I, I think, I think it's fair to say as a Watford supporter, and I'll put that out there and I'm, I'm quite happy to say it. I look upon Burnley, despite your current situation, which is no better off than ours. And I look upon it in, Envy is it the right word? Maybe because you've you've got a sustainable setup there. You know, it's a pro. It's like us. It's like Watford's a proper football ground. You know, community yeah. grounds. Um, I love going to going up, up to your place. It's with a cricket ground next door. Let's you know, and yeah. never had any bother up there. Um, so it's, it's a great place. Um, and I look at it from an from a Watford fan looking at Burnley and Sean Dyche and what he's done and, and the place. All right, you haven't had. Um, you know, the Delefeus and players that that we've had who, who, you know, these flair players, but you've had effective, really good players. And you've been to Europe in recent times, which is something I can't say. So, um, you know, all credit to Sean Dyche. And I think if, I hope you, I hope you stick with him because I, th- I think he's, I think he's a really, really solid manager. Yeah, fair enough. I think, I think we will stick with him. I think he, the only, my only concern is if we went down, He's on mm. like 125 grand a week now, so I don't think that's sustainable. And, and I think there's clubs in the Premier League, um, and I'm not saying big, you know, I hate using the term big actually, the top six to eight teams. Okay, but there's there's certainly teams in there that would probably look at Sean Dyche. Yeah. You know, from a management point of view, in the sense of a steady ship and getting doing exactly what he's done at Burnley with their club. Yeah, never yeah. be never be Watford because we don't keep them long enough. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's, it, I'm surprised. He's, I'm surprised he's still here in that sense. I'm surprised nobody like a Leicester or a mm. Wolves or a or a Villa or a Southampton or a Palace, even Everton, have taken a chance on him. I don't understand why it hasn't happened. But yeah, more fill them, and that's better for us. When the Everton job came up, I I said to someone, Sean Dyche all day long. They have to give yeah. Sean Dyche that that, that opportunity. I, and I think the only reason he hasn't gone to Everton is because of Burnley's current situation. If Burnley were mid table. Above Everton, hundred percent they would have gone for him. Yeah, maybe they've had a few chances. Everton, I saw Palace, mm. and they've never really got. Palace was one that looked lightly a few seasons ago, and but it never happened. I remember I was working at um, Radio Yorkshire then, and he was on the radio. And the point was, I came in and the presenter were like, "Do you want to ask him about football and stuff?" And I'm like, yeah, I'll ask a few football questions because we're doing some charity walk thing from Burnley to to Leeds or something like that. I think it revved the bridge actually. Um, 
and he just uh, and as soon as he picked the phone up, he's like, "Hello," in his voice. I'm not going to try and do it. I'll have a sore oh. throat for weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, Sean, I've just got Joey with me as well to ask ask some uh, football questions." He's like, "All right, well, just just to um, just to uh, make it clear, I won't be answering any questions on the Crystal Palace and Burnley situation." So in my head, I was like, "He's gone." That, why, he's, yeah. why is he saying yeah, that? Yeah. Why are you saying that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just, I just left the studio. I was like, "There's no point in me being here, Danny. I'm, I'm just going to shoot." Um, so I just left. But I remember thinking at the time that like, he's gone. I even put on Twitter like saying, "I think he's gone." But thankfully, he stayed. But anyway, let's move on because I, we mentioned your managerial merry-go-round very briefly, but it is something I want to get your fans' perspective on because you've said you're, you look at us with a bit of envy because we've got a sustainable model, you know, whereas obviously you boys, when I look at you from the outside, it's like, oh, you just oh, quickly get someone else in. We want that new manager bounce, but it's not going to have the same effect it always has if you keep doing it. It's like if you press a button, eventually the button's, you know, to get something, eventually the button's going to start wearing out. From the outside looking in, I see like the players and, and constantly bringing new managers in. They're like, well, you're going to be gone in six months. What are you going to do if you're, you're, if you're bollocking me, for example? So what do you guys think of it? I, I just It just don't look like a sustainable model to me. I can't see how it works. Well, I don't know how it works, but by and large, it does. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, that's like you stayed in the Premier League for so long doing it as well. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it's not comfortable. You get a lot of stick from other um, fans. And from the media, um, you know, all the time about, you know, the revolving manager's door and all the rest of it. Um, It it seems to work. I don't know why. I don't know whether it's coming to the end of its shelf life now a little bit. Mm. I think think this season, it's more the players for me than the manager. The recruitment has been pretty poor. Mm. And the players that we brought in, I mean, there's, you know, Uri Kuchka, who had a brilliant debut against Aston Villa and has been, Largely absent since. Um, Danny Rose, I think, is on his way to Turkey. I think he's gone. Yeah, by the sounds of it, he's gone. Yeah. Um, These are all players that we bought in, you know, the beginning of the season, by the way. Mm. Um, Of the recruitment at the beginning of the season, Dennis sticks out, Sissoko sticks out. Other players that don't stick out would be Ashley Fletcher, possibly Joshua King. Two fans gone. He's gone back to, to Turkey. They've cut his loan short. He's back to Fenerbahce. Um, so I think the players are letting us down this season, whereas in the past, they seem to have stepped up to the, to the plate when a new manager's come in and etc, etc. I think Ranieri was let down very, very badly. I thought he was going to be the answer for, for, for us when he was appointed. I thought, oh, brilliant. That's it. That's going to be really good for us. He won two games out of 13. Very, very mm. disappointing. So yeah, I mean, you could argue it's um, baffling, but it does seem to work, or has done. Let's see what happens now, though. Yeah, that's that's the question, isn't it? I think um, we're we're kind of at a crossroads. I think this is how I feel anyway. We're sort of at a crossroads in the sense of what the ownership has done previously, and where what's the plan? What what's plan B? What you know? What what's actually going on upstairs? Who makes these decisions? There's some guy whose name escapes me. Every time we sign a player, he says, welcome oh, to Watford. Yeah, yeah. It drives me mental, this guy. I can't think of his name because he drives me absolutely insane. Uh, welcome yeah. to Watford. We expect the best, blah, 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 blah. Look on Twitter, boff, sends it. Who the f- Who is that? Who is that guy? <laughs> what does he do at our club? Yeah. What, do, what does he do? You know, and it's stuff like that. And as a the, the model was always explained to me like this. It was always explained that, the Potsos will bring in a coach, not the manager. They will bring in a coach and be given players to work with. You know, we will yeah. provide you the best players because we have one of the best scouting networks in the world. But they're, we're, we, you know, everywhere. Okay, fine. So we get that manager, in, uh, sorry, coach in. He brings us to a certain level and then we replace him. No matter how good or bad he does, we replace him. And then the next one comes in and he might win us the league and we replace him and and so on. And it's a constant revolving door because it's all about, um, it, I don't want to say loyalty, but it's all about get small little steps with different people to get up the up the food chain. And as Justin just said, it's largely been a success. But there is a, there is a, a crossroads now where questions are being asked about the ownership, about what I just said there, what the hell is going on up there? You know, it, it's like a free-for-all, um, you know, and we, we're kind of at the point of, if we go down this season, we've, and you've just, you've just embarrassed us. And I felt embarrassed when you said, this is your third manager. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
this is your fair manager. And at the end of the season, we already know Roy Hodgson's going. So if we are, if we do go down, who's to blame? You know, who's who's at fault for this? Who's going to keep keep doing this and keep making this situation roll over? Because I'll be honest with you, next season, if we are in the championship and if Burnley are one team, if you're in the championship with us, it's going to be a tough season. If Newcastle cock it up and come down as well. Yeah, that's one place gone, is it, regardless? Yeah, it, that's that's top spot gone. Yeah. So you know, there's a there's a potential, and you look at the lower leagues now. Even in League One, it's littered with ex Premier League sides that have, all right, they've overspent. Watford and Burnley aren't guilty of that, but it's littered with sides that are trying to get back into the the promised land. Um, yeah. And I, and I don't think it's an easy place to be next season. I really don't. And it's so key that for Watford, for Burnley, you know, uh, Leeds teams like that, they have to stay in that division. And it's that's how that's literally sums up how important this game between us is on, on Saturday. It's huge. Yeah, it really is massive. But you mentioned some summer incomings there and how they're no longer here. Uh, you was quite busy again uh, in January, which is the exact opposite to us. I think you brought in like three players in the first three days or something, if I remember rightly. Mm. Um, you bring in six players overall, was it? We brought in four players. Don't ask me to name them. So we got yeah, some... I can we probably got name <laughs> We got Hassan Kamara. Kamara, yeah. We got uh, someone else that I can't even remember their names because it, I've only seen them play once, and that was against Norwich, and I wasn't really watching much of that, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, so I think we have in total brought in four. Um, and as I understand it, most of them were defensively minded. So, mm. um, ah, yeah, is there a, probably a reason for and, that then? And, and none of the, but to make it clear, none of them are where brought in when Roy Hodgson was appointed no, manager. They were, all, they were all pre-Roy Hodgson. Yeah, that's true. That's interesting. Obviously, mm. things I'm sure would have been different if he was there. But yeah. what, what have you made of these players? Are you happy with the recruitment in the window or do you think it's a lot of unknown names that are going to come in and, and take too risk. long to get yeah, take too long to get used to the Premier League? Yeah, it's a risk. We uh, we saw it against Norwich, the centre-back Samir, who came in, Brazilian uh, guy, played nearly for a very long time with Udinese, our sister, brother club, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and I think he had a real, real rude awakening to Premier League football and, and English football in general about physicality, what it's, you know, and he got caught the, the, the first goal. My God, you know, because he, he thinks in Italy he would have got a, a particular foul because the player lent against him and he went down like a like a rainforest and uh, the referee played on and they scored. And he's on his knees going, eh, you know, free kick, penalty, red card. And um, it, it doesn't happen like that. So there's a lot, there's a there's a big learning process for those players. Um, I think when you're in this particular set of circumstances, as, as we both find ourselves, you, you really want some experience in there. Players that know the division and uh, or have yeah. certainly <clears throat> have certainly got some understanding of what a relegation scrap is is about at, at some sort of level. And I, and I don't think any of the players that we brought in necessarily do. Yeah. Fair enough. It's uh, if he well, if he doesn't like um, physicality, he's not going to like turf more. No, it, no it's we getting up there. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, to to be fair, mo- most teams that go to turf more, who you know, um, get bullied. You know, I've I've seen it myself. I've seen us go up there and get get absolutely bullied. And you know, when you've played at Vicarage Road as well, the same. Chris Woods used to hate. Used to hate. He was all elbows and just get out the way. You know. Um, and you've you've signed uh, uh, what's his name? Vonkost, is it? I can't even pronounce his Val- name. Verkhaus. That's how Val- I can Verkhaus. It. Yeah, Verkhaus. Yeah. Who six foot six? Big. big. He looks. It looks like it looks very similar to Chris Wood, but better yeah. on the floor. That's that's the vibe I've got off him. Yeah, a lot, I, I watched a lot of him on. Um, you, and I, I did used to watch a little bit of Bundesliga, so I know he, he's very good with his feet. Scores a lot of goals with his feet, actually, more more than his yeah. head. But I, I, I think the only risk for him coming in, I don't know what you think, but. Or have Burnley brought him in to be Chris Woods in the sense of that physicality in the box, or are they going to change their their style slightly for him? I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, you would hope that obviously because I've been watching a lot of YouTube stuff and it, it tends to come into midfield a lot to collect the ball, which I think will help us actually because our midfield is very very poor. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was saying earlier, Sean Dash does does the best with the players he's got. So you would think he'd, he'd look at, at the player that he's just got and then and then tweak the system a little bit to to suit him. Um, he's finally managed to do that with Corney because um, he originally put Corney on the wing um, and we, then we found out he was terrible defensively. Um, <laughs> so we just stuck him up front uh, and it's worked really, really well since then. He's been absolutely class since coming in. Um, so you would think that he would he would find a way uh, to to work him into the team. And I, I, my worry with him is, the same with any player that you bring in from abroad, which is probably why Sean Dyche always goes for like, your proper Brexit footballers, is that he might just take a bit of time to adjust to the Premier League. But, but the Bundesliga, it's not like the Italian League. It, it's more similar to the Premier League than the likes of yeah. La Liga and the Italian League. So I don't think he'll take too long. But I kind of need him to score a hat trick this weekend. You know, it's that big of a game. We don't, we <laughs> don't need him to listen. It's, it's more than possible. It's more than possible. He might score yeah. one. I'd, I'd, you know, I reckon he'll score one, but three, no, please not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get into the game then, because like we both said, it's massive. The current state of play is this. We are, of course, bottom of the Premier League <clears throat> on 12 points, but we do have two games in hand on yourselves and four games in hand on Norwich. You are second bottom on 14 points. Then comes Newcastle on 15 points. Then Norwich on 16 points. Who, like I said, we have four games in hand on. Um, and they are four points in front of us, so they are definitely catchable. Then Everton on 19 points and three points above that are Leeds, and then above that is Brentford on 23, mm. above that is Palace on, on 24. And I've only included them two because people tend to keep telling me that Brentford are in big trouble, but I think because they've lost six of the last seven, so you would think that maybe they are in trouble and their main striker um, basically... You know, there was a bit of controversy with him last week. <laughs> Tell them what he thought of it, yeah. 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 Good old Ivan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you would think they, they're, 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 them two are definitely looking over the shoulder. I think Leeds will be okay. I think Brentford have probably just got enough points on the board. Um, but the team that loses at Turf Moor on Sunday will be bottom of the Premier League. It's that simple. That is the, the long and short of it. Mm. What are you boys thinking? What sort of game are you expecting at Turf Moor? Obviously, we'll try and obviously do what we do. We've got new players coming in, new player, I wish it was plural as, a new player coming in. Um, you've got a new gaffer coming in and some new players coming in, so there could be a bit of unknown about the game. Oh, it's completely yeah. unknown. I would say if, if Ranieri was still in charge, I would say we'd have 11 very um, disparate players not playing as a team because that's how it's been for the last few games. I don't know how Hodgson's galvanised them in the short time that he's been in charge, so... It's going to be as much a surprise to us as it is to you. I've got no idea. I couldn't even tell you. Oh, I've got no idea. You can't. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, we've we've been um, very much warned by. Um, we, we spoke to. We were on the Premier League. Oh, correct me oh, if I'm wrong. TV. Yeah. Yeah, the Premier League TV. Where, and Chris Brump was uh, was on it, and he obviously he's um, you know he played for Hodgson, so we we kind of getting a little bit of inside track of what his you know what his training methods are like and you know what what, what sort of system he likes to play and 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 so forth and you know for it's always nice to speak to ex-players that have played for a manager to get an understanding of what they're about um when yeah. you, you you know you see it from a supporter's point of view it's Roy Hodgson the England manager you know head down and and yeah you, you know and, and so forth but I, I I think the big thing for us is setting the team up defensively well because we I, I think we've got enough about us going forward Josh Kings um Pe- uh, Jao Pedro yeah, you know uh, to to cause most teams you know in and around us problems on on our day and and Justin just touched on it brilliantly under Ranieri there was no team you know there was no tracking back really as a group there you know it's very much individuals and it, it very quickly became oh dear this isn't good. So I think I think he really needs to hit the ground running with it, with this game. Roy Hodgson will know how important this game is. Lose this game, and it is it is what it is. You've just said it. We're bottom of the league. Win the game. All of a sudden, we've beat we've beaten. But you've got the two games in hand. Which who are, who are they against? Well, well, obviously one of them is against you. Um, yeah. Then we've got Villa away, which is going to be a tough one. Yeah. Um, Everton at home and Tottenham at home. Okay, so tough, you know, Everton, which, which we can touch on in a second. They, they, I think they're going to be a different animal now. But yeah, um, I, I think it, it really is a spin of a coin on how how well Hodgson sets us up and how much he's galvanised the group against how nervous and so forth you guys get at playing at home 
and, it, and and if things don't go well for you, you know, you know, when you get that fifteen minutes of things aren't quite gelling and, and so forth, yeah. and if, if there becomes a little bit of unrest, um, you know, I think it it will be a tight game. It'll be a one nil, two one. Uh, if it's one nil to us, I'd be over the moon. But um, it it will be a real real tight game, physical all over the pitch with, with you guys as it always is. Um, but it, it's not going to be. There, there won't be a team running away with it. I don't think. No. Yeah. Please don't. Please don't record this and play this back to me if you win five nil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. Uh, might do. Never know. Uh, but it's weird though because I've always I've been looking at this game this weekend and thinking, well, Watford are good going forward and terrible at the back. We're okay at the back and not that great going forward. So it kind of mm. could either cancel itself out or there could nil, just be goals, goals, goals. It's got nil nil written all over it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We need, really need to win this one. You say we're good going forward, but that hasn't been the case for what, six games? Yeah. I mean, it's, we've not been that attack-minded that I can remember. I, I, you know, there was we, we scored one against West Ham, one against Newcastle. Um... Who else have we had? I mean, I, I don't remember Brent, us being... Brentford, we scored one, then we lost 2-1. Yeah. Dennis. We're not that prolific going forward. We were, you know, when we were sort of beating Man United 4-1 and Everton 5-2 yeah. and, you know, those sort of games. But, you know, I can't remember the last that time we did... scored one goal in a game, to be fair. That's probably where it comes from then, isn't it? Because since you've said that, I've just opened up goals scored. Obviously, we're on 16 and I thought you'd be on a lot more than 23. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 23 goals scored. I think yeah. it it kind of started falling apart for us around this African Cup of Nations thing a little bit. There was, you know, we, we where we upset the continent of Africa because we wouldn't let uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we, wow. we, we wouldn't we wouldn't let Dennis leave um, for for the African Cup of Nations. So, you know, it's I think since then it's it's kind of um, the wheels have definitely fallen off the wagon. But you know, I don't and, until Roy sets his team up and we see a team and we know who's playing because I. I, I, if you ask me now, who's going to play? Couldn't tell you. Mm. Well, that's the other thing. It's been a while since I've seen us play a four-four-two. It's been four-three-three mainly. Yeah. So now he's going to tweak the the team. I, I wouldn't even be able to sketch out a, a lineup for you. I wouldn't even know who's in goal. I guess Foster. Yeah. I would have thought he's back, but you know, even then, you see the we, team. She goes, Backman? Really? Yeah. We've no. missed. Um, we've missed Saar. Who? Yeah, we have injury, missed we have missed Saar and, you know, um, I think he's been a big miss. I, I didn't realise how much we'd miss him because he hasn't been brilliant this season, even before he got he got injured. Um, so, uh, but I think that some of the work rate he does and some of the stuff off the ball brings in other players. So I think we, we've kind of missed that attacking going forward. Defensively, he doesn't do anything. You know, he doesn't know what the halfway line is. He stands on it, but that's as far as he goes. Um, so, yeah, honestly and truthfully... This game is literally, and I kind of feel like I've been saying this to a lot of, you know, we've spoken to, to Newcastle um, guys and, and Norwich guys. And every time I sort of say it's a flip of a coin for us, it really does depend who turns up and add the, the Roy Hodgson scenario to it. it. It's honestly, it's crazy. Yeah, I think we Hodgson, I'd look at him and look at the way that he played at... Palace, I think that's probably the way you'll set up. I think you'll mm. set up, he'll try and make you more sound defensively, which is obviously why he's been brought in, and then use your forward players to hit us on the counter like he used to use with Zahar and, and, and Ezzy at Palace. I think that's probably what you'll do. But thankfully for us, Daesh does seem to have Roy's number. We, you know, I think the last three, four games he's beaten him, he was at Palace, at home and away, so we did quite well. But before that, it was weird. Hoy tended to have Daesh's number, so... It, maybe it just goes either way with them two. But, um, yeah, fingers crossed, obviously, we can get some. But let's get into some predictions then. I'm going to get your predictions on this, and then we'll go into who you think is going to go down, which I'm sure will be a wonderful topic for both of us. I must call the Samaritans after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. End it on a positive note and all that. So what are you thinking with this game then, boys? My prediction, I'd, it's weird. Like, I'd, I'm sitting here now thinking that we have to win this, so I think we'll win it. One of them sort of halves. It's at home, full crowd, new signing. They're all pointing to a positive thing. However, I was saying this before the Newcastle game, like it's a big game. I think they'll go into it with the right frame of mind. I was thinking this for the Leeds game, big game, they have to go into it with the right frame of mind. I so it I don't know where I've got this sort of like false hope <laughs> from, but I'm I'm just gonna go Law, I think law I'm of go Averages. Two, one. Law of averages, you're yeah, saying. Maybe, you're going two yeah, yeah. one. You're going two, two one. one. Yeah. I'd love to so, know you think it's gonna score our goal. 
it's weird like i said maybe you've just got this myth in my head that i've you know that i seem to have met up that you're good going forward but like you said that the, the games that stand out in my head are you beating everton at goodison park what was it five one five two and of course two, smashing yeah. man united yeah so but like you said you've just reeled out where you've not been that great going forward so who knows but yeah i'll take it all day long whether you score or not as long as they win i'm not bothered it could be five four i'm not asked yeah uh, well, it won't be 5-4. I can't see us scoring four. I think you'll definitely score because, as I say, that uh, uh, if we keep a clean sheet, I'll be delighted. If it's nil-nil, I'll be delighted because it means we've kept a clean sheet. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I, it's just so... I don't even know who's going to be in the team. So I can't... It's very, very difficult. I mean, I'd like to think that the that we've got a new manager bounce and he's got them organised and he, he, you know, he, he knows which players he wants to play and he's going to put out a team that he thinks he's... Full strength team. That being the case, I think we might win two 0 But I mean, if you look at if you look at our previous results, you know, it's it, you just can't predict a Watford game. It's just an absolute nightmare. Carl, you look deep in thought there. You're stroking your beard and looking upwards, <laughs> which means we yeah. think you're, you're doing some maths or something in your mind. Or... Is either doing some is either doing some maths or is watching the old phone game on the TV? No, I'm not. No, I'm, at, I'm, <laughs> contem- I'm contemplating. I'm, I've got there's like a. A, a photo in front of me, and I'm I'm thinking, okay, please God, let us win. Um, I would I would love to to nick a one nil, literally nick a one nil. I just got a sneaky suspicion that the manager bounce is going to be a tight game, as I've said. The manager bounce and Roy's ability to hopefully get us organised, and we nick something late on in the game. I would be over the moon with that result. So I, I, I'm going to say one nil. Fair enough. Can't can't really disagree with it too much. Like I said, the, the two games that we've meant to have been really up for it, we've been absolutely abysmal. But let's, like I said, end on a positive note. <laughs> Who's which going down? Three, we, yeah, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> so both of us and who else then? Who else is going yeah. down? Who should we pick? Um, should yeah. we pick? Oh, well, that's tough. I mean, uh, you'd think Norwich, wouldn't you? You'd think that Newcastle would probably have enough yeah. to, to get they, out of they've bought. I think they've bought themselves out of this now. Yeah, yeah I mean... They, cord, isn't it? Yeah, but they've got some, you know, Trippier and whoever else they've brought in, some some great signings. But, I, yeah. but you would think Norwich, really. Um, I, I don't, I really don't want to see us go down. I don't, because um, it, I know what it takes to get out of that division. And Lowy bounced straight away last time. History suggests that it's more like six seasons before you yeah. see the Premier League again. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I would say it'd be us... Burnley and Norwich, but you know a lot can change between now and the end of April. Beginning, yeah, it's of May. so tight, isn't it? You get two, three wins. Look at Norwich, and all of a sudden, yeah, you'll be fine. It. Yeah, you'll be fine. I mean, if I look at it, I think you've got to look at the teams in and around you. So, so uh, us two playing against each other, I think is it. I don't think you can underestimate how big a game that is. Burnley win, I think they they can then start to climb. We win, same thing. So. Take, taking those two teams. Um, I, I fancy Norwich still to be Norwich and because they love the championship. So I fancy them still to go down. I, I've got a sneaky suspicion either Leeds or Brentford could get dragged into this, de- depending on our result. And uh, There's always a team that gets dragged. Yeah, you, you, there's always a team that sort of lies in about 16th who kind of think, who look behind them and go, we're fine. Yeah. And they have a, they have an absolute mare, and and Brentford have got history of this. Um, they're they're notorious for falling away. They did it in the Championship with us last season. A um, couple of seasons before that, they've done it as well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say right. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna sound arrogant here, but we're gonna stay up, and then I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, not in any particular order, Burnley. Norwich and Brentford to go down. Please it's record that. It. Yeah, it, I'll, I'll record that and send it your end of May, hopefully. Yeah, we'll that from. To that. yeah I'll be out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Mad. I've seen a few people say, and I understand why people think Brentford will get dragged into it because they are only, what, seven points just looking at the league table now away from it. And they've lost six out of the last seven, I think it is, as I said earlier. And they are in free fall. They've got issues in the club now internally. Yeah. So you can see them potentially dropping into it. Leeds, I don't they've just got Leeds are in the position that they're in, I think, because of injuries. So I think with, you know, the likes of Phillips and that eventually coming back and and whoever else they've had out, 
Um, I think they will eventually start to climb and pull away from it. Everton, as we said earlier, they're going to be a different yeah, animal they're, now. They're, they're a different animal. They'll be they'll be all yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, Norwich, it's weird. Norwich, they've had, in their best form all season, and everyone's still like, yeah, they'll go down. And I'm just going to back you. I'm like, yeah, Norwich will go down. They'll finish bottom probably. I think it's re- that game that we lost three uh, 0 which on, on on paper is a te- well, it is a terrible result. Don't don't underestimate it. And everyone that came away from that game just knew one Ranieri was gone. Two, yeah. we were. We're banging trouble, properly banging trouble. But but free an over an overwhelming feeling that on another day that game could have flipped. It could have gone a it could have gone a different day. The three nil scoreline. If you look at it, three nil. They beat us. That, that's fine. Yeah. But I think I was there, and there were patches of that game where Norwich defensively looked atrocious, and we were getting in behind them a few times. And I I just again I just feel that. You know they haven't got really enough depth in that. They don't. They never buy anyone. They sold their best player to Aston Villa at the beginning of the season, mm. um, and I just feel that I think going going forward, there's not enough goals in there. They will concede goals, and, and I just think they'll, they'll they'll get dragged back into it fairly comfortably. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you one of the key things from that game. Sorry, just to cut over there. One of the key things from that game was when our floodlights failed. And yeah, I remember that. Yeah, sort of we were playing the rest of the game in this sort of strange half light. It was very, very odd. Um, but while that was going on, um, Norwich was sort of coming together as a team a little bit and sort of you know chatting to each other. Us were sort of taking balls off and doing little sort of warm ups. Keep up. Yeah, and you know, Ranieri didn't call them over. Say, come on, come over, come on, listen, you're 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 losing one nil. We need to do this. Yeah. We need to do that. It was just sort of just seemed very disconnected and unjointed and I think hopefully if one thing Roy has or should bring is a little bit more team spirit a little bit more togetherness yeah. a little bit more because that was just horrible to watch you, you know even as a fan you're going they're not talking to each other they're just doing their yeah. own little we would we would we were sat there next to each other saying look, look at Norwich they're all together all huddled up having a you know having a chat and and you know looking around and stuff our boys were just all individuals you know maybe two or three of them together but just doing keepy ups Nothing, you know, and that yeah, and said, that said, that said it all. Yeah, and I'm not making excuses, but that that didn't help us in that game. I don't think every time we've had one of these little interruptions, we then sort that, of didn't kick on. It happened against Chelsea. I was going to say, it? is it three games now or two games? Chelsea, Norwich, definitely. And is there one more? Well, there was another. There's been two where we've had uh, crowd problems with people in the crowds with uh, mm. health problems and stuff, isn't there? But the Chelsea game, we were sort of like on par with them in that game, and then was it a 15 minute delay or something? Yeah, last minute. Yeah. yeah. Lost our mojo and just you know, so yeah, no excuses really. But you, know, you look at things like that and you go, mm, something deeply wrong in that team somewhere. Just needs yeah, you, need, you do need a bit of team spirit. Yeah, I, w- I would be pretty confident that Burnley be stood together and Dash should be bollocking them all if they were one 0 down yeah, at home yeah. to Norwich. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. But for me, I'm going to say Norwich bottom, then both of us in any order it, yeah. it could, obviously it's so different uh, if come back to me on Monday if we've won that game I'll be thinking ah, we can get out of this and especially if Newcastle lose their next game yeah, yeah. and what, that's what we that... could be massive in this situation that's what I said. Now, if you win that game we ain't coming back Monday we're, we're not going to do that <laughs> yeah. so, I'm, I'm deleting you off Twitter I'll, I'll, yeah. say I'll be blocked <laughs> I'll, I'll go to send you a message if like this user does not exist yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're blocked yeah, no, but yeah. I, I, you just exactly where I am of it and I didn't want it to sound cocky though what for the because it is it is literally like that. I think if there is a team to win this game on on Saturday, there is a, there is definitely a possibility that they can then go and kick on. You know, both both teams. Yep. Yep. Fair I enough. Agree. I agree with that either side. But yeah, thanks for joining us. I'll wrap it up there, then, boys. Thanks for joining us. Do you want to just give everyone a, a shout? Let them know the way they can all find you on the socials yeah. and stuff. Yep. So yeah, we're available on every single platform uh, where you can get a podcast. We're on. You name it, uh, Apple, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, you name it, we're there. Uh, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Uh, We're also on Twitter at DNSYE underscore podcast. I think that's also our Instagram and our YouTube. Uh, Facebook, however, is just DNSYE. So, yeah, if you want to... I've uh, I've given you a a like on the old Instagram as well. Oh, have you? Yeah, I've I've commented it. I've I've put a little hello from us. Thank you. Give us, give us a follow. Yeah, we'll do, mate. I, I, one thing I do want to ask before I go, and I probably should have asked this off air, but we're recording it now. So, <laughs> That's all right. oh, go, go for it. Where does that name come from? Ah, the excellent question. Best question you've asked all night, my friend. <laughs> so, 
Uh, a game in 2013, we're playing Leicester in the semi-final. Uh, yeah, the fair, yeah I do remember that game. And uh, Knockhart falls over in the box and is given a penalty right at the death. And Sky have a commentator called Bill Leslie doing the commentary uh, on the game. And uh, Knockhart takes two attempts at the penalty. Uh, Almunia saves it both times. <clears throat> the ball goes up the pitch. <clears throat> and then it goes, Forestieri, here's Hog. Dini, do not scratch your eyes. You literally are watching the something ending to a game or whatever. And it comes from there. Yeah. Fair and we, enough, we've had enough. we've had Bill, we've had Bill Leslie on as well. We we have done you? a podcast. Yeah, we've done a podcast with him. Yeah, it was awesome, awesome to speak yeah. to him about it from his perspective. Really good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And that is now uh, immortalised on a wall in a subway in Watford. Uh, Merwalls have been and they've decorated a subway in Watford, and the whole of that uh, last scene of that game is put out as like a cartoon on the yeah. on the side. You know what? I have I have seen that subway on TV because obviously you mentioned PLTV earlier and I work like at the zone so we have to stream it out every day. That four oh, okay. shows a day like constantly. So I've said someone did a piece from Watford a few weeks ago and she was at that Muriel. That subway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And someone someone signed it. I don't know which player it was. Tommy, Tommy Mooney. Mooney. Yeah, yeah, he signed it. So I have seen that. Have a look at it, right? Where it says Dini at the end, there's an exclamation mark, and inside it it says, "Do not scratch your eyes." Is it right? Fair enough. Well, that's good so, to know. I, I always wondered, like when you when you first invited me to the space a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "That's a weird name." I, man's man's bad enough to pronounce that. I was on Sky Sports News of the day, and I can't remember who it were the the girl. She then uh, Joe Edmund. She didn't even get my name right. From <laughs> and she stopped and she went. Turfcast podcast. Some, it's, I don't know why. It's, it's such a simple name, but people Turf always trip over podcast. it. Yeah, yeah, people always seem to trip we, over it. I don't get it. We are uh, with the management merry-go-round. I think me and Justin spent the the day that Hodgson came in on on different whatever Radio Five Live and God yeah, and I was, yeah. yeah, I was on uh, Radio Five Live and the, the, the guy was uh, oh, uh, what was he calling us? Do not. Do not scratch know. your eyes out. We get that all the time. Do not scratch. Do not scratch your eyes out. No, no, it's not. It's, it's <laughs> the yeah, Tony live on radio. Yeah, thanks, Tony. No, thanks for that, mate. Appreciate. We got it. no followers off of that. I tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's where it comes from. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, yeah. I'll wrap it up here. Then, like I said, thanks for joining us, boys. It's been a pleasure. It's been a good chat. These chats only normally last about last around twenty five minutes to half an hour, but this one's gone to forty eight. Oh, minutes. sorry, mate. That's what no, no. There's, there's no time limit on it at all. There is no time limit on it at all. As normally wrap it up when the conversation dies or gets a bit dead but it just didn't seem to die here which is obviously a credit to you both so thank Bless you for you. coming on and um on, we'll, de- well, we'll do it again when the uh, reverse the game is on and, and, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, we'll yeah, we probably, yeah, doing... probably will do it in the championship next season so <laughs> thanks a lot boys so, man. cheers for that mate Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.